0: Endalgic, uh oh, Pirates goodness. Man, I've really struggled <laughs> wow. the past wow. year.
1: Pirates who don't do anything There <laughs> we go,
0: those pirates They just oh, stay man. home
2: and lie around
0: That's right And, and they've and, never been to Boston in And the joined to my right Is the man who doesn't even know What Marcellus Wallace Looks like
1: What does he look like? I've been asking that question for a long time Um Kinder probably knows what he looks like.
0: Uh, but she is across the ether. Yes, the she ether. is.
1: Kinder Mickles, everyone.
2: Hello. Why are Kinder. we talking? What What does he look like?
0: Do you know what he Do looks like? Do you know what Marcellus Wallace looks like?
2: Is that a quote from the movie? <coughs> or are um, you literally asking me? Both. You know
0: what? Both. Yeah. <laughs> Do I you mean, know what he
2: looks like? Yes, I remember him from the movie.
0: <sighs> Kinder, it's a quote from the movie. Okay, that's I don't, what I thought. I don't know how you don't know that line oh goodness <laughs> that is really <laughs> i
2: mean i've seen it once so
0: Ooh, boy one time well, well let me just go ahead and get this off my chest on sunday afternoon i was enjoying some time and some fellowship with some really good friends and all of a sudden i got this really heavy loaded question text from kendra <laughs> that said what is your favorite movie Yep. Okay, that is a huge question that, is that an should answer, not be taken lightly. You
2: should just, you should have it the ready. That's like dinner conversation. Oh, no,
0: no, 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 no. The, I just can't answer that question.
2: Christian, okay. what's your favorite movie?
1: Um, I don't... I think I have one. See?
0: Thank you. Bro,
2: Here's the thing.
1: I'd say Blade Runner is on the top, though.
0: Yeah, I have a top ten ready to go.
1: Blade but Runner, but Star Wars, of the But if you're Wars, saying, what's Rings. your
0: favorite movie? Obviously, I feel like saying Lord of the Rings or Star Wars is a cop-out. Everybody, like saying, what's your favorite movie? Marvel. That's a cop-out. Those aren't, I mean, that's not good enough. As You're someone who
2: says me, Lord of the Rings is my favorite movie, Lord I the Rings. disagree with that. <laughs> on the
0: last podcast, I literally said they're perfect. They're my favorite. But I can't... Like, if you ask me my favorite, me saying, oh, Lord of the Rings isn't anything about the kind of movies that I like. So, let's just say, Kendra like a huge months back and I said some movies that were on my top, some the, the types of movies that I like. So, but you it didn't even tough... give me
2: your top ten. Like I had to beg you to you give some... me a top five.
0: I gave you some. I gave you some. It's a kid. It's a loaded question. What genre are you talking about? Like what?
2: Just it's what not is just your so black. Movie? It's
0: not a black and white answer. It depends Kendra. on my mood. Well,
1: too.
2: for me, it is. I know. For me, it yeah,
1: is. I'm a very moody person. I think mm. come to realize it's tough. <laughs>
2: but your favorite Cause... movie is the one that, like, you can you can watch it at any point at any time in your life. And yeah, it's but your I have sev- I
0: have several movies that fit that category. But I feel like anybody, like I. If I'm asking you what your favorite movie is, it's more than just what's your favorite movie. It's like, what do you like? Like, what are things that you like? It's not just like, like... If somebody said, I like Star Wars, I'd be like, cool, so do I. Well,
2: but there's a difference between someone saying, my favorite movie is Star Wars, and my favorite movie is Lord of the Rings. There's only there's only three, whereas there's like 50 Star Wars things you could be talking about.
0: Yeah, I just feel like... That like the those like you can't say my
2: right? favorite movie is Harry Potter because there's there's eight I, of well, them. I guess the point
0: is like okay, Potter, so, so I know <laughs> that like I know that Eric loves Jurassic Park, right? He's obviously been on, he's obviously talked about it. I know that he loves Jurassic Park. If I were to ask him what his favorite movie was, I get it that it's it's Jurassic Park. I would want something else. Is my point? I okay. want. I want more than just like, yeah, we all have well, those.
2: I wasn't looking for a really deep answer. I just was asking. Well, a question. next time,
0: next time you should kind of show some more, a little bit more discretion and <laughs> respect. Kendra.
2: I just won't ask you questions anymore. You can a, ask me. How I how told you, class? I told you some of my favorites,
0: but it's, it's just, I need, you need to say what's your favorite movie out of this genre or that? Not what's your favorite movie? that's all that's all
2: anyway kinder what have your elf eyes seen (laughs) oh boy uh strap in because a lot a lot all right um i i realized i don't think that we talked about on the podcast that i watched bandersnatch
0: oh we have not
2: um I forgot to talk about that last week. So, um, Black Mirror, Bandersnatch. I, I really liked it. Um, I didn't, like, I was kind of scared because Black Mirror can get, you know, super dark, super fast. There was only one part that really, like, freaked me out. Um, Which part? The part, well, I don't know, like, I don't know if you guys made the same decisions as me, but did you choose to take drugs with the, the one guy? The video game.
0: Oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 for sure. We
1: choose, like, any negative thing.
2: <laughs> well, like, uh, yes. uh, so, like, after he jumps off the roof, did you choose for him to jump off the balcony? Yeah. Yeah,
0: And, yeah, sure. you
2: know, and then he sees that, like, demon thing.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bandersnatch.
2: Whatever it was. It freaked me yeah.
1: out. It yeah. It looks like the... It kind of looks like the... Maybe I'm misremembering it, but doesn't it kind of look like the um, Jeepers Creepers monster?
2: No. No, it was more furry than that.
1: It's a lion. Then it's like a lion.
2: It was weird. I don't know. I was like, it, it, it pops up so fast, it freaked me out. Um, Mm -hmm. so I liked it. I wish that it didn't, because a lot of the decisions I made, it made me go back and do it again.
0: Right, right, yeah, I, I agree and with I that. And I kind
2: of wish that it had just, like, I made the decisions I made, maybe make it only last, like, 40 minutes, and then I could go back and do the whole thing differently. Instead of, like, every section, it made me like, uh, when he's looking at the computer, and you can choose, like, to say Netflix is watching you, or that symbol i chose netflix and then we like went through all that and then it took you back to that same point and i was like well i guess i'll choose right the other yeah. option and then mm-hmm. it took you back there again so i was like okay i guess i'll click netflix again and then it like how did yours end spoiler alert, i i sir. can't
0: i honestly cannot remember i think we just we we were, we were in the same too, yeah we because... were in the same point that you that you were at I Like, this, this section the section when he's like, all right, we like your video game. Do you want to sign on? Yeah. Every motive up until that point has been for him to get signed. So, of course, you're like, yeah, let me get signed. Well, yeah. it turns out to be the wrong decision. Yeah. Which, like, things like that were super frustrating. So, yeah, by the end, we were burned out. I mean, I don't remember how ours ended. Well, but mine, we were just ready to go. I mine felt like ended, we did all of them.
2: Yeah. It, I think that's what it do. felt like. Um, so I, if they do it again, I hope they, they don't do that. I I don't know. It seemed like they were wanting us to see all the options, but I would have preferred to do it one way and then maybe go back and do it a totally different way. Well,
0: Um, I, I I stand by what I said. I think it's a cool idea and I, I, there are some things that they need to polish out, but it would be cool if they, if they continued and refined it a little bit. yeah.
1: Yeah, there was three or four points I felt like. Where it was just repetitive as mess. It was like signing the deal.
0: Yeah.
1: Who was talking to him on yeah. the screen? Because right. there there were different options that popped up at different points. Right. Yeah. Like it wasn't just Netflix, it was like other things too. Yeah. And then and then the part where he like fights or like yeah. you can choose oh, to fight yeah, yeah, yeah. with the uh, psychologist. <laughs> yeah, well, that
2: that's where mine ended. The third time I had gone through it. That's where mine ended with, like, he's actually an actor on a soundstage.
1: Oh, that's how we ended, too.
2: Okay. I wonder if that's how it ends for everybody.
0: I remember that happening, but I'm not sure.
1: I mean, there's only, like, two decisions most of the time. So, like, the likelihood that we were on a similar path at certain points is probably true.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um... But my favorite part was when he's like talking. He's like, "Who's talking? Who are you?" And you got to choose Netflix, and he's like, "What's net?" Like that was my favorite part. I yeah. was like, "Oh, this is fun." Yeah, um,
1: that was and, pretty funny.
2: And I was really, I was really uh, impressed with like how smooth. Like, you made a decision and it smoothly transitioned yeah, into the Yeah, it decision. wasn't like that
0: weird video game kind of thing where you click a decision and it pauses for, yeah. like, seconds, and then they jump into dialogue. It was just like a kind of a continual,
2: yeah, once was you very hit it, it's
0: going. Yeah, I agree.
2: Yeah. So, anyway, Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. I Shun. liked it for the most part. Um, okay, so I watched a lot of stuff for the Oscars. Um, five movies to be exact. Wow. Um, yeah, I, uh, I watched all the best pictures and then I watched two more, uh, actually three, I'm sorry, three more. So I watched seven movies for the Oscars this week. Wow. Um, three that weren't nominated for best picture, but someone in them was nominated for like best actor or actress. So watch watched the favorite, um, very good, very sexual but very good. <laughs>
0: Sounds like Christian's kind of movie. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: Olivia Coleman was great. Uh, Emma Stone, Rachel Weisz, they were all very, very good. So uh, that one was good. Um, I watched The Wife, which was not nominated for Best Picture, but Glenn Close was nominated for Best Actress. Um, and that one is about her husband wins the Nobel Prize, and they go to to accept... The award and a bunch of stuff happens. It's a it's a drama, but it was very good. Uh, she definitely deserved to be nominated for that. And then I went to the theater and I watched Bohemian Rhapsody and Vice in the same day. Wow, um,
0: I can't, I could do that.
2: <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody, for the most part, I really liked. Um, a lot of it is not historically accurate, which is annoying, and of course. It wasn't really Rami Malik singing. It was mostly dubbed versions of uh, Freddie Mercury. I couldn't think of his name. Right. Um, doing the actual singing. So those aspects I didn't love. Um, but for the most part, I enjoyed watching the movie and, you know, hearing all the Queen music and stuff. So enjoyed that one. Vice was terrible. <laughs> It was I quite that. bad. Like, did you see The Big Short?
0: Yeah, I liked The Big Short.
2: The Big Short, it was fun. They, like, were talking about complicated things, but explained it really well and in fun ways. Uh, yeah. This movie was, it was like, it was trying to do that, but it just didn't there were for the most for most of the time i didn't really know how i was supposed to be feeling about dick cheney because it's very sincere sincerely looking at his life in the beginning but the end is very much like he's the worst person ever so that was confusing and then there was a lot of weird edits and things thrown in and it was it was boring like I looked at my phone at one point and I was like, oh my word, there's thirty minutes left. I'm dying. This movie is so boring. So it was yeah, not good. I mean, he did a good job playing Dick Cheney. Like I I kept forgetting it was Christian Bale, but not a good movie. Do not right. do not recommend. Mm. Um, and then the same day that I watched those two movies in the theater, I came home and I watched two more movies. I watched um, at eternity's gate because Willem Dafoe was nominated for best actor. And that one is about, uh, he's Van Gogh. And it's like the last couple of years of Van Gogh's life. Um, very slow, a lot of, scenes of just watching him walk through fields and paint to slow music. Um, but it was very good. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I watched, can you ever forgive me? Because Melissa McCarthy was nominated for best actress for that one. Um, and that one is about, uh, a, she's a writer who's kind of down on her luck. Hasn't had a good book in a while. And so she decides to, forge letters by famous authors um and sell them for money uh and it's based on a true story her her doing that and the consequences of that so Mm. that that was good she was good in that as well um so i pretty much recommend all of them except for Vice.
0: (laughs) all of them except for vice (laughs) yeah
2: um, gets an approval. Yeah, and then <laughs> I watched. This is the last thing. I watched um, Umbrella Academy on Netflix. Oh, you watched all of it? I did. Oh, fun. Um, so Umbrella. Do you know what it's about?
0: Uh, somebody. These orphan kids with like special powers are in. An it's academy. like X Men, basically. It's that?
2: kind of like X Men, but in a lot of ways, it's it's like X Men in that they're like. They have powers and, they ha- yeah. and they're, and they like, together at a school. Um, but other than that, it's not really like X-Men. Um, but, yeah, they were all born on the same day to women that were not pregnant at the beginning of the day. They just all of a sudden became pregnant and had these kids. And this billionaire somehow knows about this and uh, uh, tries to adopt as many of them as possible. And he adopts seven of them. Um, and they each have different powers so Hmm. uh yeah very good do you know who wrote this is based on a comic do you know who wrote the comic
0: yeah uh mm, oh who wrote the comic yeah no
2: the lead singer of one of the best bands of all time my chemical romance wow (laughs) gerard way that's weird wrote this comic yeah
0: christian loves that when i was
2: a young boy Father. You would be surprised uh, how many of my students are in love with that song and My Chemical Romance, even though they're not together anymore. That's funny. Um, but anyway.
1: That, that album was good, actually. I had that album, I think. Uh,
2: I think I only knew that song off that album. But anyway, uh, highly recommend Umbrella Academy. It's got powers. It's got time travel. It's got gunfights. It's got killing and murder and blood and all that fun stuff so heck
0: yeah I heck dead. yeah I, <laughs> I'm there.
2: I uh i really enjoyed it so
0: um all right well kendra i promised that we that i wasn't gonna give this a review but i didn't really watch anything else this week so <laughs> I mistakenly went to go see Alita Battle Angel, and, oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) The thing that got me was Kendra said, I thought that was bad, but Eric liked it. And nine times out of ten, I side with Eric. But, oh boy, did I side with Kendra. It (laughs) It was maybe one of the cringiest dialogues that I have sat through in a long time. It wasn't even funny bad. Like... Uh, Star Wars is funny, bad dialogue. This was like, (laughs) oh boy, what are we doing here? Like, it was just like, I want to put my head down and not even watch how bad this is kind of dialogue. I can understand why you would like, like some, I know that some people have really liked it, but, and I can understand Eric's argument of, it's like a, a manga coming to life, and it is. I mean, it's visually good looking, but that's not enough. Especially a movie like this where it's been in the making for so long, James Cameron's been behind it. It's just the everything was kind of built around but it looks great, doesn't it? And it's like, yeah, but so did Ready Player 1 and that is a much better movie. Like it's not good en- enough to have a good-looking movie
2: right. and to
0: have it to have it kind of action-packed like it is, there wasn't
2: even enough action for me.
0: No, it, it's 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 ADD. It's confused. It has no idea what it wants to be. And then the ending. This movie. It I, I I listened to a podcast and they said something like it has to make like like two point something billion dollars to even break even, which is never gonna happen. And then they left it the ending open ended with this huge kind of. cliffhangers aren't really the right word they just left it open-ended
2: yeah and
0: there's never going to be a a a sequel there's never going to be a sequel there's just no way this this bombed this wasn't successful there's just no and the studio sank so much money into it they're not going to do another one so it all in all it was just it was it was very disappointing well, so,
2: I feel vindicated that you because if you, I think most I, people for who people see that it, are
0: listening, I n- almost never side with Kinder when it comes between Kinder and Eric liking a movie. I mean, it's always Eric I agree with, but man, I was so wrong <laughs> to to on the others. On the other hand, I wanted to go see uh, How to Train Your Dragon three sold out, hmm. so. a bit insane but yeah it was bad all all in all it was bad i thought the casting i was kind of excited for the casting you know i love uh christoph waltz and can how do you say his name mahershala 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 ali but i was it was disappointing all in all i do not like jennifer conley but she was in it so all in all it was pretty bad
2: well It's funny because I think most people you talk to like like if you look at Rotten Tomatoes, it's got a ninety-four percent for the audience score. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was the other thing. I was like, it's such a But it has a sixty percent
2: for the critic score. So
0: I don't
2: I think I think it's a you love it or you hate it movie. I
0: walked in there saying this is gonna be bad, but I think I'm gonna at least be entertained. And I was more entertained in Aquaman, I'd say, than that movie. <laughs> I, Which is saying something. I mean, it was just...
2: Well, James Cameron I, would be mad at you for saying that well, because he has said mean things about Aquaman.
0: <laughs> well, James Cameron can just go make James. Avatar 2 then. James Cameron. <laughs> oh, he's making the all the
2: avatars. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. So, anyway, <laughs> that's just kind of... I mean, it, it is what it is. The rest of the week has just been kind of catching up on shows. Um, I started Venture Brothers back, so I'm on season four.
2: Yes. Um,
0: Me and Christian have been watching that Gundam Build Fighters, so we're almost done. we got one disc left, so we're almost done with that. Um, And then my dad has been begging me to watch this documentary called The Hornet's Nest. Uh, It's on Amazon Prime. And it's about this reporter for, like, I want to say, like, NBC or something like that. Um, he and his son went to Afghanistan to kind of document this these soldiers going through. Oh, man, now that I'm saying this, I can't even remember where they're going. Basically, they kind of go and they get stuck for nine days in a firefight.
2: Oh, wow. Um,
0: and so it's just a – it's. I'm such a bad like judge of how things like this are. I don't watch a lot of stuff like this because it's kind of an emotional like I have to gear up to watch stuff like this. Like I can't just like throw it on and watch it. So, I'm always such a bad judge of if it's good or if it's bad like, you know, directorially or anything like that, but all in all, it's a great story. Um, it's a it, it's you get a really authentic look at the life of a soldier in a firefight for nine days in this you know valley so it was really good i i enjoyed it so i would recommend that to anybody it's on amazon prime it's called the hornet's nest but that's been about it for me what about you christian give us the south park update um well
1: basically still watching the same shows this week um I've just watched a little bit of South Park, not too much. Um, I'm finished with season 17, Uh, so I'm on season 18 now, Um, just starting it. And uh, it's pretty funny, the last couple of season 17 are making fun of, like, uh, Game of Thrones, so there's, like, three Game of Thrones episodes, and uh, they... uh, I didn't understand any of them when they came out, like, the first time. Like, I remember watching this. This was back in 2013. I remember watching this and being like, I don't get it, (laughs) like, at the time. But uh, it's still funny, like, even if you don't know Game of Thrones, but knowing Game of Thrones, like, the jokes actually hit a lot (laughs) more than they did. Like, it's just ridiculous stuff. But the, the whole instead of, like, a war for domination of whatever, Westeros, it's a, it's a war between Xbox and PS4 and they're <laughs> trying to and it's, like, all centered around Black Friday and they have all these jokes about, like, the watch in regards to, like, the security guards at the mall for Black Friday like, they keep dying, basically <laughs> <laughs> because, uh like, storms of crazy people like, run in and, like, kill them and stuff and, <laughs> There's like one part where a security, like the head security guard, dies, and he's like, "Alas, my watch has ended," <laughs> or something. <laughs> so it's pretty funny. But uh, yeah, I'm done with that season. So on to the next. And uh, yeah, Gunnerville Fighter is getting pretty good. We're we're at the kind of the climax parts of the season because we're getting to the end of the tournament that they're in. So a lot of the interesting stuff that they've woven. So far, gets explained in this next like seven episodes. So that'll be fun. Uh, Other than that, uh, started reading uh, Darth Maul Shadow Hunter, or not Shadow Hunter. Sorry, Darth Maul Lockdown this week. Um, Still reading Lord of the Rings, but uh, started looking at that. That's my uh, pooping book now. So uh,
0: (laughs) all the. So the, yeah, the, the poop. Bo- Let me tell. Wait, wait, wait. So Christian, it's 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 weird that I know that Christian always has something to do. While he poops, but one time doesn't every in the fourth, at least male human? Yeah, it's a great time. It's a poop? great time. But <laughs> one time in the fourth grade, we were at my grandma's house, and I was looking for my Game Boy for maybe like fifteen to twenty minutes, and then finally. I went in the bathroom, and Christian was on the toilet playing my Game Boy. And I was so mad that he took it in without asking and was just pooping and playing my Game Boy. So everybody who's listening wants to know those kinds of stories, and we give them to you.
1: Yeah. That's so. right. We don't shy away from poop stories. But anyway, I read the first chapter while pooping, and okay. it's all right. Okay,
2: great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Christian, any other poop stories you would like to?
1: Nope, that no, was right. it. Good, good. <laughs> so that's all my elf eyes have seen. Nice. All right, Kendra, break us off a piece
2: of that. Of that uh, fancy feast. Break
1: me off a piece of that fancy feast. It's a cat food. Nailed it.
0: Of that fancy feast. Rawr. Right,
2: this is the news segment of our show. <laughs>
0: Wait, wait, wait. Let's not gloss
2: over the fact that Christian just
0: roared as he fancy.
1: That's that's my cat impression. (laughs)
2: That's
1: what cats (laughs) like to do. Before they eat.
2: Um, So, a couple of shows to talk about. Netflix announced today that they're doing a Babysitter's Club live-action show, and that they've ordered 10 episodes for that. Um, I don't know anything about it, other than We're getting it, so I don't know if it's going to be, like, a fun, like, Full House kind of show or, like, a dark Riverdale kind of show. I have no idea. Um, But I did enjoy The Babysitter's Club, and I loved reading those books when I was growing up. So I'm excited about that.
0: Um, I know nothing about The Babysitter's
1: Club. I I know nothing either, but I recognize the logo. Yeah. That's
2: that's good, It's those blocks. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, I, I couldn't tell you like a specific storyline or anything, but I did enjoy reading them. Uh, so that's coming and this isn't, again, this, this one isn't nostalgic for me, but it will be nostalgic for some people. 90210, um, the whole cast is returning to do a six episode series of 90210. So uh, it's going to be on Fox. That's not
0: nostalgic for any of us in this podcast. But, but, you know, we deal with all types
2: of nostalgia. So six episodes. um, And this says, inspired by their real lives. So uh, people coming back are Jason Priestley, Jenny Garth, Ian Zierling, Gabrielle, probably pronouncing all these names wrong. Gabrielle Carteris, Brian Austin Green, and Tori Spelling will all be back. Huh. So good news, all you Beverly Hills 90210 fans. Um, Netflix, more Netflix news. People are a little upset at Netflix UK because they changed the ending to The Notebook. <laughs> so... <laughs> Not. What they they didn't really change the ending, but they put in like an alternate ending that cuts out spoilers for the Notebook if you haven't seen it. But the end is who
0: hasn't seen the Notebook? Good night.
2: But at the end, forever ago, you know they die together at the same in the same bed. They pass away together, and everyone cries. Well, they just like cut that out, (laughs) so it just ends. That's interesting. I don't know how it ends, but it ends before all that stuff. And it ends kind of like just watching birds fly. So it ends kind of happily. I guess maybe it ends uh, after we find out that he... Like, she came back and decided to be with him. You know, the flashback where it shows that? I don't know. But uh, people are like, give us the sad ending that makes us cry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Apparently... (laughs) Apparently, Netflix UK and Ireland uh, tweeted things you should know about this. We did not edit the notebook. An alternative version exists and was supplied to us. We are getting to the bottom of this ASAP. (laughs) Apparently, some films have more than one ending.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So, apparently, they didn't know. That is hilarious. Which is really funny.
2: (laughs) That is really funny. So yeah, well, people have have really been like, "This is terrible. Give us the good ending." So,
0: I mean, the sad
2: ending that makes you cry. Uh, Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's weird that they would. How like how do you even get that version? I
0: I, it's beyond me.
1: I mean, maybe it's different in the UK. Maybe they. I don't even. Do we have an alternative version in the US?
2: I've never never, seen any other version. No. As
0: somebody who has only seen the Notebook like twice, I don't know. Yeah. Nor do I care to find out.
1: I was very proud that I didn't cry in that movie. Christian, sitting among amongst women that did cry. Oh
0: man, I just remember your mom crying the whole time. Oh yeah. Your mom. I remember she sat on the floor by the fireplace and she was just like, oh, "I just hate it when old people are sad" or something like that. I was like, I I "I do do too. I, Give me I was like,
1: I love old people tears. Give me more. <laughs> Christian,
0: Christian hates old people.
1: No, that was during the time that I thought I was like a heartless, soulless person. Because uh, it was really funny. But uh, in fifth grade, my teacher showed us a episode of the Holocaust. Uh, it was a, the Holocaust episode of Seventh Heaven. And she was like, if you don't cry at this episode, you have a stone heart. And I didn't <laughs> cry. And I thought seriously that I was like I, well, as somebody who for a, a very Christian long time.
0: You, <laughs> you have a stone heart, Christian. Well, I don't
1: know. I cry at certain things, But uh, anyway, yeah.
2: Old people really make me cry. <laughs> what are we talking so. about? Anyway. Uh, oh, the notebook. Ne- yeah, Netflix. Yeah, this
0: news is really... <laughs>
2: um okay so one of uh kids favorite toys from the 90s and probably well definitely the 80s I don't know when it first came out was the view master did you guys play well I know Corbin we had a view master the the thing that- you put in the the circle thing and you press down and it shows oh, you different God, pictures oh, awesome. yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so I'm gonna read you the title of this article because it really made me laugh when I saw it this is on a V club. Uh, it says, Mattel, brimming with hubris, has the stones to try and make a Viewmaster movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> why Why are they trying to make a movie?
2: I don't know. I mean, they're making a Barbie movie. Um, I guess there might be a Hot Wheels movie, but I guess now Viewmaster.
0: It is so bizarre that we're making movies of toys. Like I know. The... the... So, is it like the making of a Viewmaster? I I think it's a
1: movie.
2: I'm not sure. I don't understand. This says, um, now the toy company's new partnership with MGM is giving birth to a live action family adventure based on your grandma's favorite toy, the Viewmaster.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That might
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it might. Um, so this says, this is a quote. It says, Viewmaster was the first device that allowed families all over the world to escape their reality and take them places they never thought they could go, said MGM's Jonathan Glickman in a statement. We couldn't be more excited to partner with Mattel to create a family adventure integrating the old school turn and click stereotypic device with the modern world of virtual reality. Well, I'm
0: skeptical. (laughs)
2: Cover me skeptical. Yeah. Yeah. Me, me too. It sounds,
0: I'm skeptical of every toy movie that comes out except for Legos. It's the only one that has success. So that's true. I mean, for every Legos, there's an emoji movie. They built, they built a successful brand, a successful platform to to share their ideas. You're right. (laughs) Uh,
2: So last bit of news before we talk about the Oscars, um, <laughs> uh, you may have heard this, but the man who uh, for 15 years has been in charge of Nintendo of America uh, has left. He's stepping down. Have you heard about this?
0: No. What's his name?
2: His name is Reggie.
0: Reginald Fairfield. <laughs> um, it's Reg- Reginald.
2: But that's not that's not the crazy part. The, they, he has appointed a successor to his job and the guy's name the new head of nintendo his, oh i've
0: seen this. his name yes. is
2: doug bowser <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> was the character named after him no no
2: it's That's not weird. it's not connected in any way <laughs> It's just uh, his name is Bowser.
0: What if in this is a weird dimension where Bowser has like escaped video games and is yeah. now in the real world? Yeah. and Is disguised as this. Guy. Oh my
1: gosh! And he's going to take over. They will make movies about this day. it's oh. <laughs> gonna ruin Nintendo. This is like no, they're gonna make worst, even even more worst worse decisions
0: than they already have. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> for everything. For sure. <laughs> we have to end this right now.
2: <laughs> so uh so the internet's been freaking out about that uh this week but i eric eric told me that and i was like well that's obviously not true that's a lie and he was like nope. no that's his name <laughs>
0: it really is
2: i was like well what other job could he possibly have in this life except for right. to work at nintendo
0: that's so, right that's
2: right. probably why
1: he was hired yeah <laughs> they're like your name's doug bowser i like <laughs>
0: You, what if you beat out a guy with the first name Mario?
1: Man, that would have been great. He really looks
0: like a Bowser. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he kind of does. He looks kind of evil. All right, Kendra, get to those, get to get this part over with. It's just uh, talking about the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, I'll try not to take too long. So uh, I'll just go through and read the winners. Um, Best supporting actress, Regina King for If Bill Street Could Talk, which is like the one that I didn't see. Kendra,
0: you're not just reading them off now, okay? Keep it going. <laughs> Don't just give it to us straight. Best
2: hair and makeup went to Vice, which is the only thing it should have won. Kendra. For. <laughs> Best documentary uh, went to Free Solo which I haven't seen but I think it's about Rock climbing. Oh, like If you
0: don't stick to the, the script stickle, Kendra. The Corbin shut heart. up <laughs> We're going to play off like in of the solo. Oscars. We're just going to play the music and you just keep the
2: speech going. I know
0: they're playing me off but I just want to thank the
2: Academy Well it was kind of nice this year because I want to thank God. There was no host this year which worked really well actually and people got to give longer speeches this year because of that so i assume because there was more time but anyway uh best costume design went to black panther best film editing went to bohemian rhapsody uh which is a little silly (laughs) it definitely should not have won for that best production design went to black panther best cinematography went to roma definitely the correct choice there best sound editing went to bohemian rhapsody best sound mixing also bohemian rhapsody Best foreign film went to Roma, no surprise there. Best supporting actor, Mahershala Ali for Green Book.
1: Mahershala.
2: Which I thought that was good. Best animated feature went to Spider-Man: Into the Spider-Verse, which again,
1: yeah, I thought that was going to happen.
2: Um, best live action short went to Skin. Best animated short went to Bow. Best Documentary Short went to Period, End of Sentence. Best Visual Effects, First Man, which that was like the only thing it won. Best Original Screenplay went to Green Book. Best Adapted Screenplay went to Black Klansman. Best Original Score went to Black Panther. That was pretty exciting. Best Original Song went to Shallow, From a Star is Born, which Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga gave like the best performance it was they gave
0: the most sexual tension performance yeah Yeah. everyone's freaking
2: out about it
0: (laughs) oh man they were
2: did you watch it
0: yeah yeah they were looking like there was no one else in that room it's
1: been all over instagram at that moment yeah it's been like
2: well she... she the other night was on some talk show and was just like rolling her eyes and was like, we're actors. Like that's what we wanted you to see. We did a good job. You're welcome.
0: Oh, oh please. <laughs> she like went in for it. And then like immediately, if I was, man, she, she yeah. played it off really well. if That's what she They're was trying definitely to do. But bro. I don't believe. Oh, sure. <laughs>
2: oh my for word. Sure. Um, Best actor went to Rami Malik for Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, I was fine with that i would i would have preferred bradley cooper uh but fine best actress went to olivia coleman for the favorite um and she gave the best speech it was so just cute and funny um best director went to alfonso Cuarón for roma and best picture in a crazy turn of events went to green book i could not believe it i was in complete shock because it wasn't the best picture, it it just wasn't. <laughs> in fact, well, was, we were we well, like it was
1: the best picture in your opinion.
2: I had given it well. I really thought Roma was going to win, um, but my second choice was Black Klansman, and gotcha. my third choice was the favorite. Green Book was like my sixth choice when I ranked them out. I mean, Vice was last, but yeah, I had Green Book as six. So I I, I think everyone was really shocked about mm-hmm. that. So. I am.
0: I was definitely literally shocking. floored. I couldn't even move. I, I felt my body paralyzed by that.
2: Um, so all in all, it was a good night. I was happy for Lady Gaga and for Olivia Coleman. Um, but yeah, Green Book winning. That was that was pretty crazy. All right, that's the Oscars. Oh
0: thank God. Are we done? We're done, we with done. The
2: Oscars. Yes. Oh
0: man, are we done with the well, news? The thing about yes. the Oscars. Oh, okay, is wait, wait, wait. Christian's got literally. something else to say.
1: I never watch anything on the Oscars.
2: This is the first year the... that I've I've watched like almost everything.
1: I saw Black Panther. That's the only one that I've seen that <laughs> that was on there. Well, and I recommend I knew... them all
2: except for Vice.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just don't think I will end up watching most of those movies. You
2: should watch Black Klansmen. It's Kidder, really good.
0: Kinder, don't yeah. worry, don't. I don't just, bother yourself I've learned <laughs> that Christian is very hard-headed I've become starr- very hard-headed about Christian entertainment. thinks that two movies two kinds of movies exist Blockbuster Marvel Star Wars movies and what he would describe as Hollywood pretentious uh Academy Award movies yep that's it. There's no either middle ground there's or. There's a couple movies. Anything that, else. There's random things. He thinks that, that any come movie out, that is made most
1: of them has like
0: that. some sort of platform that he would describe as pretentious or um, has a motivation behind it. So, yeah, a lot of them do, though. Kendra, don't worry about it. Well, here's a movie that does not have any of those things. <laughs> All right. My Nostalgia of the Week. Did you like that transition? I yes. did. That was good. Very that was nice. good. And uh, my Nostalgia of the Week, it comes from the 1994, so I was one year old when this movie was made. And that is Quentin Tarantino's Pulp fiction oh honey bunny oh honey bunny now before (laughs) we start this i just want to say i have two nostalgias but the last one will take about all of five minutes so this movie let me paint you a picture it was a summer before college maybe maybe i was a senior in high school blockbuster i believe i I think maybe it was earlier maybe i was in in high school sophomore junior and we we rented, when I mean we, me and Christian rented this movie, maybe about four times that summer, <laughs> and watched it probably double that. Needless to say, we loved it, we knew every line, we knew what Marcellus Wallace looked like, Kendra, and... <laughs> We that just kind of became the movie of our summer.
1: Yeah, we literally quoted the movie to each other all summer. All
0: I remember that that summer (laughs) time.
2: (laughs) I do remember it.
0: I remember Christian saying he had what alcoholics refer to as a moment of clarity, and it was always funny when he said that.
1: There was so so many good quotes from this. There still
0: is now. The opposite side of that was my mother. For years, I remember this very vividly. She told me... We were in a Walmart with my Aunt Denise and my two cousins, Emily and Elizabeth. Shout out. Shout out. And she took this movie that was called Pulp Fiction and said, Go show this to your aunt and tell her I'm buying it. I didn't understand the joke. I was young. And I did. And she laughed. And I went back and said, Mom, I don't get it. And she said, This movie's terrible. And I thought... (laughs) Well, okay, this movie's bad. This was the beginning of when I started to really tr- not trust my mother's judgment <laughs> at movies. Okay? So.
2: Not Jumanji? Jumanji?
0: Uh, Jumanji. Oh, well. Well, I was just always told that I would be afraid of it. I wasn't. But at that age, she was valid to believe that. I was terrified of everything. But this movie. She was wrong about, just like she's wrong about The Departed, one of my favorite movies. Oh,
2: I didn't like so, that movie.
0: Kendra, you're
1: dumb. I like that movie. That movie's so good. I didn't like it the first time I watched it, though, because it was depressing. kind of. Not
0: that depressing. It's a great movie.
2: I should probably anyway, watch it again.
0: Anyway, Kendra, why don't you? I, mean, I just kind of laid the foundation for me and Christian liking this movie, watching this movie. Why don't you tell us your experience with this movie?
2: I don't know that I watched it that summer that you guys watched it i i would say
0: i would say out of the eight times you watched it once
2: Okay. Well, you had to you had. We, we watched, watched it, it like so every night.
1: Unless you just like were two in your own world. Yeah. <laughs> like went upstairs and read The Hobbit or whatever the heck Yeah, it we don't know what she did.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, probably. Uh, uh, I I remember watching it, but it feels like I didn't watch it that long ago, but maybe it was longer ago than I thought. I thought it was closer to uh, when I was in college that I – Watch it, which if you were, I guess that makes sense. Because if it was right before you went to college, I would have already been in college. I think it was.
0: This is like borderline out of what I would classify nostalgia. But it was such a summer of us watching this movie, us quoting this movie all the time, that I, when I watch it, I can't help but go back to that time of just like pure like, this is a last kind of hurrah before we go to college and have responsibilities and stuff like that. So, <laughs>
2: um, I enjoyed it the first time I watched it. I really don't think I've watched it again since then, which is funny because Tarantino is in my top three director. Like, t- do you have a favorite director or is that a too loaded oh, question? Oh, that's, mm,
0: that's a bit of a loaded question, but I, I have a top can, three.
2: And- I could
0: answer that. Uh, Tar- Tarantino is definitely top three, maybe top two. I just uh, Martin Tarantino, Scorsese,
1: Ridley Scott.
0: I don't know. Ridley Scott doesn't <laughs> even. Cry. I like Ridley a lot Scott of Ridley Scott's, may Scott's movies. May crack my top ten. I just don't think he's good enough anymore. Oh, Ridley Scott's probably
2: top in my top five.
1: Yeah, <laughs> There's definitely. he so many not. movies that I love. Alien.
2: If you list off all the movies, Wait, wait, wait. Tell me all the movies
1: that he's Alien, done. Alien, Blade Runner. We've we listed them out before. I can't even remember all the movies. Well, he's, he's done talked a lot about of movies. If It's your
0: top ten, you should know his filmography oh my like gosh!
1: That. The ones that I care about, Alien and Blade Runner. It's just two movies. And Blade right? Runner 2049. He didn't
0: do that. He didn't do that. Who did that, then? He didn't do that movie for Alien Covenant. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Alien Covenant. Yeah, there you go. Away
1: Prometheus. It. I like those.
0: Anyway... It doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, I I would say Scorsese's top th- uh top three. I would say Tarantino's top three. Maybe maybe Spielberg. I just think Spielberg's done so much that it's kind of hard not to put him in there. Yeah, even when ones. he's not directed. I mean his his contribution to Back to the Future and Indiana Jones. I mean it's just.
2: Okay, we're off topic now.
0: Okay, sorry. Anyway, um, so
2: <laughs> so I don't think I've watched it since I watched it with you guys, but I I did enjoy it. It's a it's a good movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I love the kind of some people. I know some people who think this is it's overrated or whatever, but I just outside of mine and Christian's love for it and just start joking around and and all that. Like I love the movies that that it's not you know it's not a linear timeline it's all kind of shuffled around you know um so things happen in the beginning that don't technically happen until the end and that kind of stuff which i love i love momentum i mean not momentum uh memento uh where it's kind of just you have to figure out for yourself when things kind of happened in the timeline. It's yeah. maybe the only movie that I like John Travolta in. So there's that. <laughs> Is that true? It was,
2: true? The, it was hate, the
0: first movie that I hate John Travolta. I
1: saw that was like that. I'm pretty sure that had like the plot like right. Right. That which I thought was so, yeah order. yeah,
0: and I thought was so cool. This was kind of at the cusp when I was first like getting into movies and probably like really pretentious with the way that i thought of like oh you don't like like you don't like like dead poet society you're like stupid you know what i mean but like i like i remember when i first watched it i was like this is so cool that it's not linear and there's question marks like how did like the first scene when they when John Travolta and Samuel Jackson go into the people's house and say, "What does Marcellus Wallace look like?" And then the next scene, they're in different clothes, and you have no idea what's happened. I love that the plot. I can I can understand why some people wouldn't like the plot. It's kind of not really about anything, in a way. Right, I mean, it yeah. is and it is. It's not like it's like these people are trying to get this to this. It's it's like these few characters and just kind of like their time in this movie in this day or this week um and you're just kind of observing you know what i mean like uh like John Travolta's character and Samuel L. Jackson's character have their own storyline um and then John Travolta and Uma Thurman have their own storyline um and they kind of i mean they kind of cross you know but Bruce Willis kind of has his own thing which ends up crossing with John Travolta so i just always i just always thought that was so cool how that was laid out
1: yeah i like it a lot as well the so it's kind of funny because the first time i was introduced to pulp fiction as far as like knowing that it was a movie that existed One summer, Kendra showed me this website called Angry Alien. Yes, and it's the (laughs) thirty-second. It's a thirty-second rendition of movies that are done by bunnies. Yeah. So I watched like all of these.
2: That's that was my first like seeing of it. Like I didn't know what it was.
1: So like through the years, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna like see some of these movies
0: so I understand (laughs) the jokes of like. (laughs) What this is about? I used you know? to love that. That uh, even though I didn't understand, I like tried to watch all of them. Yeah, they
1: were these freaking cute bunnies. And it's it was like, like a
0: minute. It's like a minute <laughs> to sum up a movie. Yeah. So it
1: was great, and uh, Pulp Fiction* was one of them. And uh, yeah, I think that's actually what led me to want to watch it that summer. Then it was the first time I watched mm. it was with you. Yeah. That summer, so this is crazy, but uh, yeah, the. Uh Pulp Fiction I'd say it's like in my top list of movies.
0: It's definitely in my top ten, for sure. Like um and that's Kinder, that's an it easy thing. That's an easy thing to say. It's in my top ten.
1: <laughs> you know? Sure. There is a couple scenes in it that are kind of like weird. <laughs> like the yeah. rape scene. Right, it's like right, kind right. of I like, mean, that's like uh, bizarre.
2: That that scene is what's kept me from watching it again, actually.
0: Yeah. Well, it's a it's a it, that it is what it is. But, I mean that's Tarantino. In yeah, a
1: way. that yeah. quote, the quote at the end of that is so good. Like where he's like, "I'm gonna get some medieval." <laughs> I can't oh, even yeah, remember yeah, the full yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like that's
0: I, listen. A, I I have loved every line in this movie. I mean, it's like he talks about Ezekiel twenty five seventeen, and that is like. The only thing in Ezekiel twenty five seventeen is, and you'll know that I'm the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon you. The rest <laughs> of the dialogue is made up. There's like, he's like, spends like five minutes being like, you know, like, I am the I am the righteous and you are the wicked. and The
1: path and, of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish yeah. and the tyranny
0: of evil man. None <laughs> of that is in the Bible. None <laughs> of that. I, like, read the entire chapter <laughs> looking for it, and the only thing is, you'll know that I'm the Lord. You know, this movie got
1: us you. to read the Bible. You yeah. know?
0: Oh my God. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, um, I forgot what i was gonna say
2: well i need i need to make a correction this isn't about pulp fiction <laughs> oh. uh i meant christopher nolan is in my top five not ridley scott <laughs> i just want to make that clear
0: that's good good Kendra. oh yeah christopher nolan christopher
1: nolan for sure i man. love him yeah i love him
2: love him
0: um <laughs> yeah you know Chris, Kendra. you know what we're gonna be like we're gonna be like three fonzies and what's fonzie like cool correct oh, My word!
2: That whole summer, you guys said "Big Kahuna Burger" about fifty million times.
0: <laughs> Big Kahuna Burger. That's the Hawaiian burger joint. Oh, I man. can't go there because my girlfriend's I, a vegan, a vegetarian, which practically makes me a vegetarian. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let's just now, start now, and you guys just quote the whole movie. I probably, I probably
0: could quote most of that. You I know, mean, the Royale with cheese, the Royale with cheese. Is that's a, good a line. that's a really good point. I know we're talking about quotes, but that's a really good point. And one of the strengths of Tarantino is that he is a he makes great dialogue. Obviously, Pulp Fiction is a great point. Like the whole point of them before they're about to go kill the drug dealer guys is like then talking about uh Marcellus Wallace's wife getting a foot massage and it's like a joke but you're also like really entertained by. it <laughs> He's like, you know, they, we don't talk about it but foot massages they're like special, you know? That's what makes them so that's what makes them so special and he's like he's like it's just a foot massage, man, but like that's how people really talk, you know what I mean? Right. And like Tarantino in Reservoir Dogs, them talk, the opening scene about them talking about tipping is such a great, like, just straight conversation between people. So that's one of Tarantino's really good strengths is just the dialogue and conversation between people.
1: And it's bizarre because these people are going to do, like, I mean, they're about to go kill a bunch yeah, of guys. Yeah, and they're
0: just, like, chilling, like, not <laughs> And they're so having hot, this, you know like... What I mean? Crazy. Like Yeah, like two minutes before they're like, Man, we need shotguns. Business is casual, you know?
1: yeah. <laughs> business as usual, like conversation yeah. about like put massage. They're,
0: they're like, Man, he dropped Tony Rockahara down four flights of stairs. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Where it around the campfire <laughs> is. Yeah.
2: Are you talking about <laughs> reservoir dogs or pulp fiction? Pulp fiction. Oh, okay. If you
0: can't keep those movies aligned, maybe Tarantino well, isn't your favorite.
2: I've actually never seen Reservoir Dogs, so
0: it's really good. Ooh, it's a lot more depressing. It's than, darker, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah, I know. I need to see it. All right, I want to give
0: some fun facts, and then I want to give some... here's some favorite scenes, and then we can wrap this up. But, Kidra, listen to this. This film contains 265 F-words. That's not surprising.
2: <laughs> that is...
0: A, now, yeah. do you think... That is the most f words in a Tarantino film.
2: Uh, well, since yes you're no, um, since you're asking, I'm gonna guess no.
0: Okay, which what what do you think has more?
2: Inglorious Bastards.
0: Uh, yeah, that's what I would think. Incorrect.
2: Oh, incorrect amundo. <laughs>
0: it would be it would be Reservoir Dogs.
2: Just uh, barely
0: with 269. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, man. I mean, we're talking about four f words that they could have just sprinkled in there, but.
2: Um, this movie
0: the movie only cost 8.5 million to make. Obviously, that is really cheap. Um, we talked about last week about the budget of Lord of the Rings and even The Hobbit, um, and how much that was. And five million out of that 8.5 was spent on actor salary. Wow. So, and it's uh, it the film pulled in 9.3 million the first weekend of release. Hmm. So, Obviously, which, I mean, you think about it, th- there's not much that cost in that movie. Um, so, that's just crazy. That's uh, that's pretty much all the fun facts I got. <laughs> 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 that's it. I just wanted to say... The fun fact.
1: There aren't too many fun facts. <laughs> about uh,
2: do you know the Fall Boy song Uma Thurman?
1: I do. Not uh, hear yes, from that song. I've heard it. I don't I, I love that
2: song, but it's uh, well, the lyrics are she wants to dance like Uma Thurman because of the dance oh, you know, Uma Thurman does in this movie.
0: Right, right. Which again is great. That's such, a
2: That's such a good song.
0: The I forgot what I was gonna say. I don't know, Kendra.
1: Why did you do this, Cause... The son of a picture man?
2: I'm sorry.
0: The only one.
1: You're gonna to have to give me a minute to think about it. Well, he's having a minute. Um, let's talk about favorite scenes. Do you wanna go ahead and do that?
0: Oh, I remember. You know when she's kind of talking about she was a part of a pilot. Oh yeah, a pilot show. Yeah, yeah. And there was gonna be like four. She was part of a ninja thing or whatever, and like there's four of them or five of them, and one was like a expert with nunchucks. Another was like an expert with knives.
1: Yeah, she was the expert with knives. I think. And
0: she, I think she was the one with sword. Basically, I heard a theory that like that is all, Kill Bill, which makes Uh, sense. All of it makes sense. That
1: is. That does make sense. Yeah. Um. That's funny. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That is Um, funny. So my favorite scene is, I mean, I think the one where they're like. Gonna when they go into take the take whatever's in the briefcase from those people and he says the thing and the fake Ezekiel twenty five seventeen and then is is a very iconic scene. Um, I think that's the scene that most people think of when they think of. Yeah, that for sure. So I mean, that's definitely got to have a place. But I don't know. I love the diner scene at the end when he's just talking and he's like, you know, just telling Honey Bunny and. <laughs> And whatever the other guy's Ringo. name is, Ringo. <laughs> that, uh, you know, that they're going to walk on out, and he gives them, like, life lessons. and uh, Chris, Christopher Walken is in it for all of five minutes, and it is by far one of the funniest parts of the whole thing about how, how his dad died from where... Having this watch stepped up his butt for, like, five years, so he died of <laughs> dysentery. And he's Of course he died it. of dysentery. Like, then died. I wore
1: this uncomfortable <laughs> hook of metal up my butt for...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Three years. <laughs> so, yeah,
1: that part was good. So, yeah. So what about you, Christian? Um, so there's a lot of, like, little scenes that are just hilarious. Like, the whole, like, drive where... Uh, Butch uh, Is like Driving with uh, What's her name I forget her name Ursula Or something Who uh, Oh
0: The cab driver What's
1: it like to kill a man <laughs>
0: Like that good, man. Like, There's just That's
1: so good. many scenes Where it's just like Like random Like funny things Or like his girlfriend Saying she wants a pot belly Because she thinks it's sexy Yeah
0: She'd wear a shirt Two sizes too small To accentuate it
1: Yeah I always thought that was so weird Yeah but like kind of goofy at the yeah. same time. Yeah. Um, I really do think my two favorite scenes are either, I'm not sure which one I like more, but the, I mean, the whole, <laughs> the, the whole scene where they're getting the gold in the briefcase is like, a completely like the whole thing you don't
0: know that it's gold it just shines like i don't know that it's gold i think it's uh, like obviously there's like a whole bunch of theories as to what it is but it would make sense if it was just like heroin or something
1: you know what i mean like you don't know but it it shines on his face
0: yeah it's just dramatic effect though like it's tarantino dramatic
1: but yeah anyway whatever's in the briefcase you know like, that whole scene is just one giant quote. You know what I mean? Like, everything yeah. about that yeah, is just, it's just one... like, the dialogue is so perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And that probably
0: has, like, a hundred of the F words in that, <laughs> that one scene. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, I guess if, like, swearing takes away from a movie for you, don't watch this. But I, I don't know. It's It doesn't bother me, so it's it holds up
1: yeah and then um yeah just the whole scene with uh like I don't know the diner scene is pretty iconic too and it's really funny when Vincent like comes out of the bathroom and is like
0: yeah freaking out
1: like irritated at Jules for life <laughs> basically yeah. being like uh like nice to these <laughs> guys that are robbing the diner you know right. yeah yeah <laughs> point the gun at me Yolanda (laughs) and she's like I gotta pee (laughs) like I don't know this is really funny uh a lot of the like dialogue in that whole scene but yeah those those are my two favorite scenes probably with a lot of little gems in between
0: yeah
2: those those are the two that I would I was gonna say (laughs) I mean I probably I remember those two the most uh for only having seen this movie once, uh, so one thing
0: one thing I'll say before we move on is, do you know Eric's? Uh, well, you don't know. Eric Stoltz is the drug dealer with the long hair that uh, that John Travolta gets his what is it? Heroin. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, heroin's coming back in a big way, man. <laughs> uh, he gets his heroin from, and then when Uma Thurman. OD's on it he takes it to her well something you probably don't know Eric Stoltz was originally cast to be Marty McFly from Back to the Future Hmm. and it went it went really you can look up the trailer it went really like they had filmed they had done a lot and it just kind of they what's his name who's the guy that plays Marty McFly Um, what's his name Oh, Michael something Michael J. Fox. Michael J. J. Fox.
1: I said Michael something. So, I was the closest so, out of so anyone they here. Always,
0: they always <laughs> wanted Michael J. Fox. He was already with, uh, what's that show? Family Ties? No. Family, what's the? Uh, yeah,
2: Family. No. Family, yeah, ties. Family Ties. Yeah.
0: Okay. So he was already, this is, I'm. we're like butchering the mess out of this. He was already with Family Ties. They wanted him, but obviously with contract stuff, he couldn't do it. Well, they filmed a good amount with this guy. You can go on YouTube and look up. But they both, even Eric Stoltz was like, this is off. I don't think I'm right for this role. And they eventually got Michael J. Fox, obviously. But it's just kind of funny that he was originally cast to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, i actually
2: did know all that because do go on did an episode about back to the future
0: oh promoting other podcasts on your podcast
2: uh not ashamed it's my favorite podcast
0: (laughs) all right let's give this a grade and i got one more thing i want to talk about kinder go first
2: i'm gonna give this movie i'm gonna give it a seven
0: Seven Big Kahuna
2: Burgers out of ten because I like Tarantino a lot. I mean, he's top three for me, Um, but I have only seen it once, and there is that scene that I just like. I'm never going to watch that again. (laughs) So it's
0: uncomfortable for sure. So
2: uh, because of that, I'm going to give it a seven. I think Kill Bill might be my favorite.
0: I would love to. I I would love to get your list on what you uh on your top, top 10 Tarantino movies. Kendra.
2: Oh, I don't or know that I've seen. Many, yeah, I don't think I've seen 10. <laughs> I would
0: just love to get all I've seen all of them. I would love to get your well, list.
2: Well, I I really love Kill Bill, but the 3 of them blend together a lot. Like
0: there's I, only there's only 2.
2: I mean, the 2 of them blend together a lot. So, I I often can't remember what yeah. happens in which one. So, anyway, I give it a 7. Big Kahuna Burgers.
1: Christian? Um, I'm going to give it a 9.2, a minus 0. 0.8 for the rape scene, because that is very uncomfortable.
0: Very uncomfortable. I give it a 10. I mean, I've, I haven't given a 10 in a couple of weeks. I chose this. I love this.
2: Is this Probably, your favorite Tarantino movie?
0: I don't know. I really have liked his past two with with Django and, and Hateful. Yeah. Uh, hey, I love Eight, So, but I've only seen it once cuz it's so long. So, I don't know. I would like to rewatch all Tarantino. This is one that this is the one I've seen the most by far. Um, so it's the one that's kind of always going to stick out to me. I don't know that it's his best work, though. Yeah. I mean, it's it obviously holds a special place for me. Um, and so, but I don't know that it's my favorite.
1: I think honestly, Kill Bill's probably more my favorite movie i probably want i, I love kill bill point. i
0: i think kill bill is, is is a really fun and yeah and it's it's tarantino kind of writing a love letter of old of old kung fu movies in a way you yeah you can kind of see i really like the first one the yeah. best that's yeah. my favorite
2: that's probably yeah. the one i would pick too the,
1: the right. yellow jumpsuit one
2: yeah, yeah.
0: all right well This is going to bleed over into our final section, but I just wanted to say that this week, well, by the time this episode drops, we will already have been through, that's right, the NFL Combine. Okay. Nobody is nostalgic about the NFL Combine or draft like me. (laughs) So I know that you two do not care, so I didn't want to spend too long on this. Um, so this week weekend is the on-the-field workouts for potential prospects going into the NFL draft. So the ones that everybody talks about are the 40-yard dash and the bench press. But this gives scouts and coaches and owners and GMs a chance to – Meet every prospect that gets invited. They go. They work out. It's just everyone's there from every organization to watch these guys. Party. And it's a fun time. Listen, I've watched the Combine since the seventh grade. So I, I love it. It's a, it's people who don't know anything about it. I was When I first was getting into the NFL, I did not understand why people didn't like this. I was like, but it's like they're going to be drafted. And I don't understand why I didn't understand why people didn't like the draft. But I and everybody who is involved in the NFL spend months watching these guys, studying these guys. And it's to me, it's it's fun. It's like I try to explain to Christian, it's like getting it's like getting a new 150 Pokemon to be drafted to your team. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to explain it but that's what it is it's like a new start it's like new players new teams new new everything so it it's just fun and so i the reason that it's nostalgic is i can remember my i can remember my very first draft it was the draft of 07 and uh, good old jamarcus russell was the first overall pick now, this draft specifically was the longest draft in NFL history. I couldn't tell you how long it lasted, but after that, they changed They changed the rules on the time and, and how long it was. But I remember sitting in my living room in Brunswick, Maine, with my dad, um, and he was explaining to me how the draft worked. Um, I can literally I can tell you where I was when every player from my team got drafted. I can remember if I was with a girl, if I was with my friends, if I was at a restaurant. I was at a restaurant when Le'Veon Bell got drafted. Um, so it's just it's – a, it's a landmark that I am always excited to watch. So with the NFL Combine, I thought it would be fun for our last little piece of this podcast extra to – Extra credit. Extra credit for y'all to guess who did the best – in what combine drill okay so so it already happened no this is from years past okay okay. so i'm gonna give you three names and you're gonna tell me who you think did the best now i tried to choose players that you would know because uh, i knew if i chose somebody that you didn't know you weren't gonna have enjoy it so (laughs) this first one i actually go ahead i actually know a few
1: players in the 2007 NFL draft. Yeah, it was it's a, kind of interesting. It was a
0: big draft. It was a good one. Um, okay, so who do you think ran the fastest 40 time out of these quarterbacks?
1: Do you know a year? These are
0: these aren't from the same year, but okay. later on I have players know, from the do same. Do you know a
1: year. year that it was set?
0: What are you talking about?
1: That'll give me too much of a hint, probably. These
0: players aren't all. They're from
2: all from different years.
1: Yeah, I these know. players
0: are all from different years. Yeah, it won't matter what. It doesn't matter how fast they ran or what year. Like you'll understand, it'll be fun.
1: Yeah, the year that the fastest was set though.
0: Oh, oh. The oh, okay, yeah, the fastest. If you
1: give us that, I'll probably be able to know.
0: Uh, you know what? Why don't you guess what who ran the fastest forty? Um, it's in the past. I'll give you a hint. It's in the past, like five years. It happened.
1: Uh, my first guess would be Tyreek Hill. No.
2: If you think I can pull a football player's name out of thin All right, air. Christian, why don't
1: you why don't you <laughs> um, I'll give you I'll give you like Just three. give us
2: three names.
1: Zeke Elliott.
0: No. Uh, he was known for being fast. You're never gonna guess him, I'll just tell you, it's John Ross. He's a wider fit- seater for oh. and, Do you know Chris Chris Johnson had it for a really long time? I did not know who John Ross is. He ran a four two four. And then John Ross ran a 4-2. Oh, Chris Johnson. Yeah. yeah he was yeah, the man. fastest pro really. Okay, let's get to the game. Sorry. Christian, okay? <laughs> so, who do you think ran the fastest 40 out of these three quarterbacks? Okay. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Andrew Luck, Carson Wentz, Pat Mahomes. Carson. Christian? Uh, Pat Mahomes. Oh, you guys are both wrong. Andrew Luck.
2: <laughs> ran I thought that Andrew was the obvious George. answer.
0: <laughs> I knew I picked Patrick Mahomes because I knew you were gonna pick
2: him.
1: But I, I think Patrick Mahomes. I would pick Patrick Mahomes for anything. I know. So <laughs> Andrew, Andrew Luck amazing. ran a
0: four.
2: I've six- never <laughs> even heard that name before. Who was he the quarterback for? In the city, he just, James.
0: He just won He's the. There easy- he that the I, he's
1: the reason that I won our fantasy football this is, league. Okay, this is well, of, once I was
2: lo- – Once, the once I was bottom of the league every yeah, year. Once <laughs> I definitely lost the league, I stopped paying attention.
0: Man. <laughs> All right, so Andrew Luck <laughs> ran a 4.67. Carson Wentz ran a 4.77. And Patrick Mahomes ran a 4.80. He was the slowest out of the three. Man. All right, now, these running backs, the 2015 draft class, Okay. Melvin Gordon, David Johnson, JJ. Who do you think ran the fastest, Christian? JJ.
2: Oh. Sure, I'll say that too. That was the name I was going to say.
0: Wrong. JJ was the
1: slowest. Oh. He ran a 4.5. Oh.
0: David seven. Johnson,
1: the fastest. David
0: Johnson with a four-five flat.
1: So here was my thinking on that. Success in the NFL isn't always determined by their stats you're, at the combine. You're dang Typically, right. the people you're dang that right. are better. <laughs> Do worse on these. All right, these, these
0: well, let's see if tats. that that applies to this. Christian. So, 2011 wide receiver class: Julio Jones, Tory Smith, Randall Cobb. Yeah, I want to say are Julio we, Jones. Are
2: we still fastest? Is that what we're? Yeah, fastest. Say? Fastest forty time.
1: Yeah, probably Julio Jones. I'll just say that. Kendra. It's Randall Cobb.
0: It. it is Julio Jones. Okay. He ran a four three nine. Yeah, I mean so he's fast. So. He was crazy. Yeah. Be, he's huge. He's that big and that fast. Yeah. So it is a big deal. Torrey Smith was only a four four three, which was the second, and Randall Cobb is four four six, which is the slowest out of the three. All right. Okay. We're switching we're switching it up. We're doing bench press. Okay. So I'll give you these three defensive players. I know you don't know much about defensive players, but I tried Troy to Palomalu. Pick them. No, oh, good. They're me. recent ones, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Aaron, like, I think I watched Aaron this. Aaron Donald. Of mine. It was last
1: year, wasn't it, where he set the record? I don't think so. Okay. Two okay. years ago, maybe?
0: Maybe. Okay. Aaron Donald, J.J. Watt, Luke Keekley. Who do you think benched? Now, let's let's clarify Damn. something. Okay. Okay. When you bench, you bench 225 pounds, and you just go until you can't go. So how many reps do you think they – like? It is who Aaron Don- Donald play for? The it? Rams, defensive player of the years, okay. the past two years.
2: I'll say uh, JJ.
1: Okay. Aaron Donald. Darnold. How do he say his last name? Donald. Donald. Aaron Donald.
0: Aaron Donald is correct. <laughs> Aaron Donald repped out 35 reps of 225. JJ Watt, 34 reps, 225. Luke Keekley was 27. I couldn't find another defensive lineman that you would know. So
1: I probably know more than you think I do. Maybe. Because I had to but pay attention I, I to I just
0: was not uh, this I past wasn't year sure.
1: for that dynasty league. All
2: right.
0: That's it. That's all oh, I got. That's all you had? That's all I got.
2: All right. Excellent. Well, I hope the combine is all you hope it will be.
0: Well, I know Is that something that, the- that
2: people can go watch?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's on NFL Network. And if you don't have NFL Network, it's going to be on ABC.
2: But uh, I meant like in person. Like, can you go and no, watch? No, 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 no. Okay. no.
0: It's on- you can go to the draft. Um, but it is only the scouting combine is only for coaches and... Uh, um, Teams. Yeah. So, wait, real quick. Steven... Paya set the record for the bench. How many times do you think he benched 225, Kendra?
2: 42.
0: Christian?
1: um, It was a lot. It was like
0: 60-something. Give me a final number. 65. That's an insane amount. No, it's 49. <laughs> you think somebody ripped out. <laughs> 225 pounds. That's still insane. That's one from 50, man. I mean, that's pretty wild, so... I know literally that probably anybody that listens to this podcast does not care about the NFL, but it's one of my favorite things, and I will probably sprinkle in stats here and there throughout the podcast until the draft is over. Didn't the you guy
1: did. that, does not the guy that um, has like a prosthetic arm like rip yeah. out like a crazy amount? He
0: did. He did good. He did good gotcha. for having one arm.
1: Yes. Because
0: uh, I remember everybody was making
1: a big deal about, like, his performance in the combine. Yeah, what was yeah it was a big
0: deal that he did good. But I didn't record. know
1: if he set records or not. No, no. Gotcha.
0: So, yeah, the 40 and the bench are what everybody – I mean, for defensive backs and wide receivers and running backs, the 40 times at what everybody talks about. And then with the big boys, it's the bench. But the three-cone drill – is really important for an edge rusher. I mean, that's going to be your short burst agility. Kind of what can you do in a short, short range quickness. So that's, that's a little bit more important. So it'll be interesting. It's, it's going to be a interesting year, I think. So.
2: All right. Well, if you'd like to tell us your thoughts on the NFL combine or on Pulp Fiction or Tarantino, uh, you can write us, uh, nostalgia me this at gmail dot com, or you can hit us up on Twitter at nostalgia this. Um, so we'd love to hear from you there, uh, and we are on SoundCloud and iTunes. So don't forget to rate and subscribe. Um, some people have been leaving some comments on SoundCloud, which is really cool. So keep them coming.
0: Keep them, keep them on coming, um, Kendra. I gotta tell you, looking at the top stats,
1: like half these people don't have, like the as far as like, no, you know they're not like the top players in the NFL.
0: No, no, the combine doesn't. It's not gonna. It'll push people up, but what you know is what you know. So it's only going to. John Ross went from being a second round pick to eighth overall. By his run time, yeah. So it's on a the big Cincinnati deal.
1: Bengals and no one, like I didn't even know that. Yeah, but he's so, currently there.
2: A quote in the podcast. I
0: know I'm delaying. Oh. I was giving it to what Christian said <laughs> because I was trying to find. Sorry. <laughs> uh, While
1: he's finding a quote. <laughs> <laughs> Well I
0: Good point, Christian.
1: While he's playing a clue, I was gonna like try to mention more about the NFL Combine, but I literally don't know any of these freaking names. Brandon Cooks, the twenty yard shuttle. I know him. He was the top on that. He was like three, eight, one seconds. So yeah. I've, I've had thing.
2: him on my fantasy team.
1: Yeah, I know. Oh, Kendra. If you would just pick up people, you would have a good team like every year. Problem is, you just don't pick him by up.
2: You and mean then... like, like in between games?
1: Yeah, you draft good team, like a decent team every year.
2: Well, then why do I need to pick people up?
1: Cause that people, players get hurt and they get tired and they don't do like, don't have great performances in certain there matchups. There is like
0: no quote that I can quote that does not have the F word all in it. (laughs)
2: Okay, well, why don't you have Christian say beep every time there's supposed to be an F word? (laughs) Uh,
0: Okay. Normally, both your... What? Say beep. Beep. Would be dead (laughs) as... Beep. Fried chicken. But you happen to pull this... Beep. Well, well, I'm in a transitional period, so I I don't want to kill you. I want to help you. But I can't give you this case. It doesn't belong to me. Besides, I've already been through too much beep this morning over this case <laughs> to hand it over to your dumb beep. Cool. <laughs> All right.
2: Excellent. <laughs> excellent. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye,
0: goodbye.
2: suckers.
0: Are you calling me on a cellular phone? I don't know. Who is this?